I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Sarah. How are you? I'm lovely. Of course, I had a wonderful, terrific nap today. I feel refreshed. I'm ready to go, Chris. How are you today? I am delightful. I am wonderful. (laughs) We're going to have a lovely recording session with no snafus, no mistakes, because, like, that never happens. We never, like, nothing ever gets messed up. Of course, no. We're professionals. Yeah, super professional. Speaking of super professional, we have two amazing guests joining us today from the wonderful Kevin Samuels Died Facebook group. Sarah, we've got our co-moderators, Lana Valentine and Chris Wright. Lana, how are you? And then Chris, how are you? I am doing great. Thanks for asking. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Way caffeinated. I, I too, had a Rip Van Winkle nap earlier, so I'm feeling good. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. There's really nothing better, I don't think. I don't think. birthday brother man <laughs> that's what he meant by rip van winkle he um he went to sleep and then he woke up and it was his birthday still oh so no that makes to keep celebrating the whole weekend that's yeah, right exactly I exactly i may join you shit so um so I, i'm 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 very i'm very very glad to have you guys here um and the reason that i brought you guys on the show was I wanted the four of us to discuss passport bros and what exactly passport bros are, the quote-unquote passport bro movement, and just wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Sarah, do you want to kind of explain to everyone what a passport bro is? Yes, absolutely. I'm happy to explain. Well, I wouldn't say happy because we're bros. Um, But the passport bros are a set of men who practice sexual tourism. This is not a new movement. Uh, This is just a new name and hashtag. So we've all heard of men getting mail-order brides from Southeast Asia and Eastern Europe, um, particularly like the Philippines and particularly like, you know, uh, Ukraine. Um, Now that movement has uh, moved across the color barrier. Um, So in the passport bro movement, we have mostly black men traveling out of the country and instead of seeking mail order brides they are seeking sexual tourism under the guise of uh, mail order brides um so yeah it's it's really horrible it's heinous but it's nothing new it's just um our new cultural twist on it yeah because apparently um black people can't go into any arena without giving a little bit of a remix even horrible terrible spaces (laughs) 
<laughs> like, like I feel like Passport it's, Bros is like the break dancing of like you know what I mean like. <laughs> like, well, it's, like it's really it's really right. add, adding seasoning right. to the mail order product. It's adding yeah. seasoning and flavor to the whole mail order bride thing that white men have been doing for I don't know generations. Right, because because, so, because back in the day before the internet, right, they, like a mail order bride was just that you you get a pen and paper. Send you know send correspondence in the mail. These guys are making music videos. They're singing about being passport bros. <laughs> they are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really proud, and they're holding up brand new passports with no stamps in them. Yeah, um, exactly. Yes. If, if, exactly. If the if the original mail order bride uh, guys were uh, Barishnikov, these guys are uh, Ashy Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I can't do my man Shabadu like that. He doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve to get. It's, it's it's one more way of misogynistic yeah. black men getting um getting proximity to white supremacy. Yeah, um, yeah I was about to say that yeah, it, it really kicks because the main argument a lot of them have is they're not dating Western and American women because they don't want to be exploited, and it's like okay. What do you think that mail order bride is going to do in about three or four years? You're going to be paying right. alimony, my boy. And the fact, alimony that you can't that afford. Women, the fact that they assume that these women are already sophisticated when these, this has been a thriving business in some of those countries. I mean, the Philippines honestly has a pretty uh, strong economy, I would say. Um, and it's, it's mostly from Western money being funneled back there, not through necessarily government grants, but mostly because, you know, people are sending money back home to take care of their families. And a lot of those people are Filipino women that are married to um, men in the West. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. uh, I don't understand why they think these women are not sophisticated or not educated. Um, I think they assume uh, third world means uh, stupid. No, yeah, no. Not, not, not all the other like geopolitical <laughs> factors that go into making a country, um, you know, largely impoverished. Not not centuries of war or dictators like in Dominican Republic. None of that. Nope, just because the people are stupid. <laughs> no, and, and no, and Sarah. But, I, uh, but, uh, but no, also, no, ahead, you know, when, when white men have historically done it with women in other countries, it's it's unspoken that it's transactional. So yes, there it's sex is exchanged, but there the 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 men provide for the women. You know, Absolutely. they the women expect. So these passport bros don't understand that there is an expectation from these women that they are to provide to these women, but yet they complain about providing to us in this country. And I'm like, but don't you understand when you go to these other countries, these women expect you to provide. Exactly. So, we see it on 90 Day Fiance all the time, right, Lana? We see these guys mm-hmm. that lie about their financial situation <laughs> in the U.S. and then go flash a couple Gucci belts or, uh, you know, or wads of cash or a certain type of credit card in, you know, the in South America, and then they come back home and the girl's like, what the hell is this? Like, my apartment yeah. was bigger in Rio. Right. <laughs> yeah. I remember on one episode, I mean, the family was like, well, how did you're a gold digger? And she's like, what? I want to ask. There is. Yeah, there is an expectation that these women have and and they're right to have that expectation. 
Um, so I don't understand what the passport pros think they're like how they're getting over. But it's to me, it's filled with anti-blackness. It's like when they yes. do it, they're doing it as like, ha ha, I got you, black women. I'm just going to leave the U.S. and find someone uh, better and, um, you know, lighter and racially ambiguous and submissive. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, yeah, it's to me, it's definitely filled with a lot of anti-blackness because another thing is they never, ever, ever talk about going to an African country. Ever. Never. Ever. Ever. You never hear them say, oh, man, I bet there's gorgeous brides in Ghana waiting for me. <laughs> These women who would look like, you know, your mothers and grandmothers, they, yeah. they never say things like that. The closest they'll get is Dominican Republic. And, of course, the phenotype is very particular for what they're looking for. Exactly. They're not looking for the visibly black Dominican girl, right? Oh, it's it's wa- it's wavy black. hair or get the fuck out, you know, like. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so I want to I want to ask you guys I want to ask you guys a question. So um, I think we're touching on a lot of we've already touched on a lot of what I think makes these weirdos tick. Uh, but there's another aspect that I just kind of wanted to bounce off you guys. So I think in a lot of these situations, we've discussed how they're looking for a quote unquote submissive woman. I think it's the idea of the 50s style housewife in the apron. Uh you know, cooking a dinner for the husband who comes home. But I think in that scenario, there is um, the idea and the expectation that the husband's going to come home from a, from a long day of work and providing for the household, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so this is this exactly is, exactly. So this is this is my question. Um, mm-hmm. I do you think that some of this. Uh, some of this vitriol towards black women in the passport bro movement is misplaced anger that should be directed towards, say, you know, capitalism and how the country is structured and the fact that workers don't really earn a living wage and that may make them feel a little less than? Of course! A little bit, a little bit, but here's the thing, though. When you look at the numbers of who's graduating and who's making money, the solution to your financial problem just means you don't have to be a dickhead. That's literally it. Because it's to a point now, well, me, I'm freshly single. Out there right now, you tell a woman, and I hate to say it like this, but you tell a woman of color that you got a job and you're not a dickhead, and she likes your look, you're good to go. You're in there nice swimwear. The bar, wait, wait, the bar is in hell. It's like, yeah. I want to wait, Chris. Chris, I want to. I just want to say something. I hate that you're right. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to agree with that. But do you know how many dates I've gotten just because I have nice posture and like my car's paid (laughs) off? Like, it's, (laughs) oh my god. But I, but I feel like it's these fucking assholes ruining it for the rest of us because what's the alternative? It's like. You're gonna go and date one of these crusty-lipped fuckheads that doesn't yeah. think you're a person. Yeah, I mean that—that's really the only. I mean, um, in some cases, like I've dated a, a plethora of wonderful men. Don't get me wrong, but also there's a lot of knuckleheads and assholes out here that I've had to like psychologically destroy because they thought they were gonna do it to me, 
and make me right. like you know this fucking little lady or something like that. I'm, I'm not that person. So it, I mean, it is what it is. Like, but I, I have found myself being much more forgiving, uh, just in general to partners because uh, I'm not straight. But but more so to men, I see uh, myself being a lot more forgiving on uh, maybe attributes or character flaws that I, I would not overlook in other genders of partner. Like yep. that's the truth. But what's what's wild about that to me is hearing that level of grace being given, and then and not giving it back in return. Yeah, that's just see, seeing seeing these guys say, you know what, fuck you and fuck all that. I'm gonna go to Rio de Janeiro. And I'm gonna yeah. rape a 16 year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's another aspect thing that we're talking about is that you know a lot of these guys, especially the ones who are like, yeah, you should only date women between 18 and 25, as like you know Kevin Samuels and the rest of the goons say. Uh, you're um, you're probably in a female file, sir, or yeah. you know a pedophile, one or the other. Like, but yeah, it's a file somewhere. You need to be on some type of list. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, you need to be on. A I mean. Mommy, Sarah, you spoke, I mean, we spoke offline about, what, what were you talking about, the frontal lobe de um, development? Yeah, yeah. It's not done until you're, what, 26, right? Yeah. You're not even a functioning person until, yeah, you're about 26. This is, this is why I kind of, okay, we're kind of going to get off the topic here, but what? No, get, get off topic. Go, go crazy. <laughs> I have with, well, just American culture in general, because, you know, Military recruiters will be at high schools. Uh, they're telling kids to, to, hey, sign up for hundreds of thousand dollars in debt, and you don't even know who you are yet to go to college. Yep. Yeah, and, it, and it drives me crazy because it's like, hey, you have to do this right now. Meanwhile, if you waited till you were 25, 26, 27, you have an understanding of the world, and then it's harder for you to be exploited. Well, you know, it's it's really funny, and it, listen, if we're going to get off topic, let's get all the way off topic. Uh, so, it's wild to me how certain institutions and certain individuals discuss uh, indoctrination when it comes to uh, the LGBTQ community, uh, uh, the trans community, uh, when the true indoctrination <laughs> is literally happening all around us. In almost every area. I mean, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna say uh, having kids play Call of Duty and think the military is awesome, and then releasing Top Gun Maverick and <laughs> having it make a billion dollars. Like you don't think all of these things yeah. are giving people the impression that war is cool, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's literally it. You know. Me meanwhile, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I don't think it is. I don't think sexuality is a choice, guys. I, you know, look, I, there's no, there's no level of propaganda that I could watch or absorb that would make me want to suck dick. My son <laughs> is, my, my son is the most aggressively straight teenager I've ever seen in my entire life. I could tape his eyelids open and play two Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar on a loop. And just play supermodel by RuPaul in his ears just the entire time. And he's going to come out and ask if he can go see his girlfriend and if I can knock before I enter. Oh, no. I hope his mom's not listening to this, but it's fine. To, to kind of steal a joke, I mean, I, I put it like this. If sexuality was a choice, I do not see how women would pick this. I really don't. Yeah, we, no. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah. 
But, you know, when you, but circling back to the passport bros, in terms of indoctrination, it's not that, it's about grooming. When they say they want a submissive woman, no, what they want is someone younger that they can groom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malleable. They, they, think, they think they could go to another country, meet someone, you know, at, at the age of 18, maybe even younger, and wait a year for her to turn 18. And what they're doing is they're grooming her. So yeah. I, I agree. So with sexuality, it's not a choice. But grooming, yeah. you can have a narcissist be very successful in grooming you. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, you know. 100%. Especially when you're a literal child. You know, like, mm-hmm. they don't have any uh, any frame of reference for this. They haven't experienced this. They don't even have a proper decision-making skills or deductive reasoning, like, down pat yet. Yeah. It, it's, it, they're an incredibly vulnerable population. But what they've done online, and this is why I say, because make no mistake, this is right-wing ideology through and through. It may not have the... Uh, you know, the flavor of Christianity where they're pretending they want to marry these women, right? But it's still absolutely right-wing ideology. Anything that's mm-hmm. uh, against women's bodily auto- autonomy or to deal with that, completely right-wing. But with these guys, uh, what they're, you know, what they're doing... Uh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, guys. No. So, uh, whatever. Just keep going. Just, no, keep it's just keep going. Just keep just on keep talking. Okay. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I was, I was letting you cook. Keep, keep cooking, yeah. chef. You, I mean, we're we're talking about we're talking about grooming these young ladies, getting them, um, you know, at a young age where they're malleable, where they are. Yeah. In- uh, what I was saying, I was bringing in the propaganda. That's what it is. The, it's right wing propaganda. You know, like that. What's in their excellent at it. So what they're doing right now as an attack on uh, women as a whole and as a way to isolate younger women from older women. Um, is saying things like, oh, these older women are just jealous of you. And, oh, you know, oh, she could never, or they're out of their prime at this. So it, it fuels um, a lot of these younger Gen Z women. Not that they're stupid, because it's only, a, a, you know, I'd say maybe a quarter of them that even believe in this crap. Yeah. But they'll say, uh, oh, yeah, she's just jealous. Or um, older women are always so jealous of us. Like, we want to make our mistakes and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, it, but they're that's what they're doing. It's like insidious little, like, tweets and tiktok videos to try to like uh break that like well further the, the chasm between uh between women you know like that's mm-hmm. that's the whole point of it because they don't want younger women to have access to the wisdom and the experience of older women yeah that's and, it okay and a bitch ass dude can't handle uh what i like to call grown woman pressure mm. oh my she'll, she'll look you dead in your face and not say a word but because she got her all of her shit together You'll look at her and realize that you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but we you you, have to say nothing to. But you know I I I I love I love the way that you you phrased it. Um, and I don't know if you took that from somewhere if, or if that's that your that's your own. But grown woman pressure is a great way to put it. But I really feel like good strong men who you know are emotionally balanced and 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 and, and well. They're going to want that kind of pressure. Um, yeah. You know, I need it. I personally need it. I mean, I, I know we spoke off the air about me with my neurodivergence, but there there are times that you know, I mean, it's not her responsibility to deal with, but I know ADHD brain me here would like have a thousand different ideas, and I will try to do all of them at once. Yeah, and I need somebody who's going like kind of yank my leash a little bit like hey chris that's a great idea but don't you have to go to work in the morning 
Oh, you can go right. That's it's a slippery slope. It can go right into the. situation where you you keep each other accountable i think that's really you know i think that's more so what chris is saying and and i think that's kind of where we're all at you know because again there's there's certainly been times in relationships i've had where i've come to my partner and said hey you know lady this ain't this ain't the way and it might be difficult it might you know there might be resistance you know whatever um but she knows that I'm saying this because I care, right? And and yeah. and it would be the same thing, you know, in reverse, right? And it's not coming from a place of like you're going to do what I say, even though I did in my example just call her lady. That was kind of fucked up, but like <laughs> I don't know where that came from. No, but like, but but you know, it's like, hey, um, j- just like you said, it's like, don't you have to go to work? Like, I've I've had partners where I've woken them up because they were sleeping over my house. And I'm like, hey, didn't you say you had to leave at, you know, nine o'clock? Now, I could just let them sleep and, like, we could just smoke weed yeah. and have more sex. But, like, hey, didn't you say that you have to pick up your son at such and such a time? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> no, I... Th- <laughs> that sounds so bad. That's not... <laughs> but I think that's what these misogynistic Kevin Samuels passport... Like, they don't want to be held accountable. Nope. They don't want anyone to point out that, look, you cannot be 35 and living in your grandmother's basement forever. You know, I think it's more that not just that anyone, they particularly don't want women to tell them that Mm -hmm. they need desperately to be the arbiters of what is righteous and cool and of the moment. They they can't Mm -hmm. ever even fathom handing over the reins to the fact that, you know, like, yeah, women have opinions about you. Um, that's their whole thing. They're pushing back on the sexual marketplace, that stupid, weird bioessentialist term. They're pushing back on the idea that women have the ability to choose and that we should just, yeah. you know, settle that, for whatever's around. Do you, know, do you know how many, do you know how many guys have come into the Kevin Samuels died group talking shit to women, saying things like, oh, you know, it's just all you bitter women and then I come in the comments and I'm like, no, 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 like I made this group. This this is this is my group. And they don't have shit to say to me. Of course not. Right? Because it's as you said, they don't want to they don't want to take this shit off women. No. Like they, they don't want to take anything off women. They don't want women to tell them what to do in any capacity, even if it's good, helpful things <laughs> that will make them better people. And there, and what I think, what really, I'll I'll go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. It's kind of wild because you know I very rarely get like the DM from the angry dude because you know I kind of revel in that shit. I'm like, oh really? Okay, (laughs) tell me more about it, my man. (laughs) I'm gonna waste as much as your time as possible because if you're talking (laughs) to me, you're not talking to somebody else. So go go ahead, tell me. But when I do get them, uh, it's more of. me mocking them and trying to enlighten them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. 
come on, dude. You know you got to be better than this. Like, you're 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 messaging me from your government phone in your mom's basement. <laughs> come on, <dude. laughs> not the government phone. <laughs> oh, it's always a government phone. And 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 from that same, but from that same government phone in in their mo- mama's basement, they're posting how they would rather have a woman that did not go to college. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, are we going to talk about the anti-intellectualism of this group and this movement? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sarah, I know you got some shit to say. Go, go on, go on. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll let you cook. <laughs> Just, um, it's deeply frustrating um, because again, this is right-wing propaganda, the rise of anti-intellectualism um, because they, they don't, want to have nuanced conversations they don't want to envision a world where things are more equitable for everyone and we can all work together because they haven't um they they haven't even begun to touch the concept concept of interdependence um for them there's only dependence and independence they're they don't see anything as dependence if it's coming from a woman because they're used to women's emotional labor and physical labor to make their lives run smoothly um whereas women have always been like female culture is interdependent yeah you know like mm. that's how we that's how we get along when sure. there's no men we have to even if we hate each other right you still don't let your friend well not your friend but you still don't let your enemy get roofie and drug out of a club you know like that's 100%. Just female culture it's just who we are and it's insane because from a historical standpoint like okay i'll put it like this I, I, we we can easily say black women we can that if you're up on your history, you know that black women carried a lot of water during the civil rights movement. In, uh, just women in America literally made winning World War II possible. Who you yep. think was building all those planes and tanks and jeeps and shit? Rosie the Riveter built that shit. That's who. Yeah. <laughs> and it's wild because just as soon as the war ended, it was like, okay, we're not going to double our workforce here and have all these women, you know, uh, still, uh, still working. They literally laid, they, they laid them off. They sent them back home once the war was over. Like, okay, we're done. They didn't think about expanding the workforce to include the returning men and the women. Yeah. No. And, and this was, this was, uh, literally make every, it literally made our country weak. And, and, and I, in terms of, you know, the use of women, I just want to point out, that it was not only labor, but it was uh, entertainment. One of my favorite, I think one of the best sports movies of all time, A League of Their Own, touched on this. Um, and there's yeah. and there's a reason why, as uh, as a heterosexual 40-year-old grown-ass man, I cry like a bitch whenever I hear Madonna's It Used to Be My Playground. Cause, because <laughs> because they, they basically just like counted on women to entertain the country and keep everyone happy. And then was like, yeah, that little those bitches played baseball for us. Who cares? Whatever. And like, and it took yeah, so, it, just, it, it took so long for their history to be acknowledged. It's like it's so fucked up. Anyway, yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. And he was mm-hmm. the totality of their contribution to the country is reduced to like an hour and a half movie that comes on TBS every once in a while. And everybody says the best part of it is Tom Hanks. Like, kind yeah. Of, like, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I, I hate this country. I hate this Don't world. get me wrong. We love Tom Hanks. Oh, he's great. I mean, he's a national treasure, but I'm just saying, like, but no love so for Gina Davis? Come on. There was. I mean, there's, there's wonderful women's stories everywhere. We're just, you know, like the, the hidden, uh, hidden figures. 
Oh, we, we I love hear yep. about that. We hear about uh, Henrietta Lacks and her immortal self, and that allows. Well, even Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks. We think Rosa Parks' story started with with the sit-in. She yeah. was she was an activist before being before you know taking that seat. Absolutely, right. yeah. the rape of Reese Taylor, which galvanized you know uh, black people all over the South to come together for a purpose. And I, we talked on this before, Lana, uh, but you know I, I miss that sense of uh, togetherness black men and black women had um, during that time because we could all come together and say, no, the rape of Reese Taylor by these white men was one of the most horrible things ever. And this, these are people who had seen lynchings and had been through slavery and the Jim Crow laws, you know. And they were still like, no, this was so egregious. We have to come together. And the investigator on Reese Taylor's rape was Rosa Parks. So she had been in the game for a long time. Um, and women, you know, black women used to mean something to uh, black men. I think that's the depressing thing about it is that yes. we, we no longer do. Now, hey, hey Sarah, 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 I'm, Sarah I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to take a break. But I want to jump right back into this topic after we come back, because I think that it is very pertinent to the entire Passport Bro movement topic thing, whatever we're dis t discussing right now, as a whole. Absolutely. Okay, so um, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back right after this. And we are back. And before the break, Sarah, Lana, you ladies were discussing some things in regards to uh, Rosa Parks. You want to go back into that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just saying that Rosa Parks, uh, her career didn't start. Lana and I were both saying this, that her career did not start um, at the Montgomery bus boycott. It actually started as an investigator um, with the NAACP, if I'm not mistaken. And um, she was specifically tasked with investigating the rape of Reese Taylor, and that um, that that really created the civil rights movement after that. Um, but also, there's another thing. Like I was talking about how we miss the together. Well, I miss the togetherness uh, that Black people had during that time, and like the understanding that we as a community had to come together to resolve the issues uh, and our treatment in this country. Um, but I also said that there were other times where that wasn't always the case, that we didn't have that togetherness. And um, Lana mm -hmm. brought up a really great point in conversation that I wanted to talk about now. Lana, can you tell us uh, about the first Supreme Court case that we brought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what's I interesting be laughing, is that I'm we sorry. think um, Loving versus Virginia uh, is the first uh, case that came to the Supreme Court around interracial marriage, when in fact... It, like, I think maybe even during Reconstruction or after Reconstruction, even during Jim Crow, black men were petitioning the Supreme Court to have the right to marry white women. That was the first fight. <laughs> there wasn't a fight over equality or, uh, you know, access to um, jobs. It was about being able to marry white women. That's that nice. was the first that was the first fight. That's crazy. No anti-lynching bill, no nothing. Yeah. Like, you, you're right. literally a walking homeless person after the end of slavery, which is a whole nother conversation. And the first thing you want is, a, is like, hey, yo, where the white women at? That, that's why. Yeah, I'm basically. <laughs> yeah, not, not, about, not about voting, not about, like, oh, stop hanging us from the trees. Or, you know, oh, stop, you know, putting us in substandard housing. Stop denying us public education. No, 
we want to be able to have the right to marry white women. And that speaks to this larger issue where, um, where it, we see in history where black men necessarily, and I'm not going to say all black men, but there was, there was, there's always been a segment of black men who have wanted a slice of the oppression pie. They want, they don't necessarily want equity. They want to be able to have the ability to, to oppress other marginalized people. They want to hold the whip. They want to hold the whip. Yep. Yeah. They want their turn to being the white man. I mean, exactly. That was the thing that was the most disturbing part about like the whole Chris Rock special is him uh, joking that he could, uh, well, that he would watch uh, the one of those Will Smith whatever movie Emancipation, um, just to watch him get beat with the whip. You know, like, you, what a weird thing. You, and and you, wait, wait, Sarah. You know what I think? You know what I think was very telling about that moment was that he's had a year to prepare this material. And he was still so emotional that he messed that joke up. Did he, he absolutely did? He and 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 it's and that's not conjecture or, or anything on my part. He said out loud, "Oh, I fucked the joke up," because he wanted to say uh, concussion at one point, concussion. and he said emancipation. He said emancipation when he should have said concussion. And he just kind of did the joke over again. It was weird. It was very weird and amateurish. It yeah. was. It shouldn't have happened with a guy who's been telling jokes for like 30 years. Right. 40 years? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that tells you that he was still emotional for him to mess that up. Yeah. 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 He was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Nobody's begrudging him his right to his emotions, but like to pretend exactly. that Chris Rock. And well, you know, that's a, that's a topic for another episode. But let me just say, I am tired of fucking comedians acting like they're a goddamn protected class. You are absolutely no. not. No. And, and, and I'm going really to keep it a buck with you. Like, if you can tell jokes about people and kind of antagonize people, you got to be ready for the smoke in some way, shape or form. 100%. Right? You do. 100%. You got to be. 100%. Listen, you guys know that I am wildly out of pocket online constantly. And... People tell me to fuck off because of it, and that's okay. Yeah, that's totally I mean, okay. I antagonize people all the time, and I'm like, okay, well, okay, I can get away with it because I'm like six foot, three hundred pound black dude is furry all the fucking time. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, r- real quick though, I wanna I wanna circle back around to uh, to to the passport bros for a second, um, but I wanna connect it to. The conversation that uh, you guys were having with uh, regard to Rosa Parks, right? Um, it's my contention that black people are not going to thrive and survive, grow and be better and be where we want to be and where we need to be and where we should be without black men and black women working together. And I think what really hurts me about this Passport Bro movement is how anti-black woman it is. And I really feel like if you want to go marry a Filipina woman or a white woman or this woman or that woman, you can do that, but you don't have to do it within the context of making black women the other, making black women the the the, the villain of the story. Uh, your guys' thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how I see it. That's why I, that's why I think it's more insidious than the whole male order bride thing that white men have been doing for generations. Um, 
with this movement, it's it's anti-black woman. It's it's definitely colorism is involved, featureism yeah. is involved. Um, so that's what I that's what I see so dangerous about this movement is that it's just so it's so anti-black woman on so many levels, and the fact that they are bringing it to social media. Yeah. You know, they're giving their movement a platform, they're broadcasting it, they're advertising it, and it definitely doesn't do um, a great service to young black women who are impressionable. Mm. So as a young black woman, a, a black teenager, you're on social media, and you're seeing these grown men talk about and showing pictures of being with these non-black women talking about, this is what I prefer. This is this yep. is the epi- this is the epitome of what a black man should have. I I just think it's so dangerous. Yeah, and uh, the other end of the spectrum of that, you know, I'm a dad, and you know, I kind of I got a daughter, and I got sons. Like my daughter's already mean as a rattlesnake, so she's gonna be fine. But I'm worried about my <laughs> boys. Uh, kind of seeing stuff like that because you know the thing i try to impress upon them is like three things uh show up on time try your best be kind you do those three things that's secret life and i hate that when my kid when my oldest finally gets on social media he's going to see stuff like that and i'm going to have to battle it constantly because yeah, no one really wants to direct young men anymore. Not not the way you're supposed to. Right. It's more like exploiting them for clicks and likes. And that money. that's why that's why Andrew Tate is incredibly popular with my son's age bracket. And yeah. I couldn't be happier with myself. And I don't like to pat myself on the back because I, I don't like people who suck their own dicks. But I'm going to suck my own dick and pat myself on the back with this that I've inoculated my son <laughs> against some of that fucking Mickey Mouse bullshit and made him understand, you know, what being a man is. And yeah. being a man isn't just like, I'm a kickboxer and I smoke a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I can grow hair if I want to. <laughs> Well, 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 he know. Well, well, I'm I'm his dad, so he knows all about motherfuckers not being able to grow hair. So it's fine. And 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 I guess what gets me is that white men have been doing this right, and they've been doing it without broadcasting it to the point where even some white men have got on TikTok and just like, yo, what are you all doing? What are you password bros doing? You know, this one white guy's like. Like yo, I think we, I think up? we, I think we saw the same TikTok video. I, there was like, there was definitely a guy that like he was like, help me understand. Or I can't remember the exact his exact wording. Yeah, <laughs> right. And 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 it's only a matter of time where well, it's happened. You know, in Mex in terms of Mexico, but it's it's we're going to hear more stories where these passport bros are going to get pinned up in one of these countries, and they're going to and white men. Right, and they're going to be like, and they're going to be like, well, this doesn't happen to white men. Why is it? It's like, but that's the point. You're not a white man. Yeah. Just because a white man doesn't. Had had uh, he's facing a firing squad in China for murdering a Chinese woman. I mean, it happens all the time. Like these guys go to jail in the Dominican Republic. They go and go to jail in Colombia. They go to jail in a lot of places. Um, you just don't hear those stories because right. 
you know, of course, this is the internet, everybody's, like, flexing, but they don't realize, like, how actively unsafe they make things for everyone else who's traveling, especially everybody else with a little melanin in their skin. Right. Like, exactly. They, they don't realize that. And that, that's the, the issue of because they have no they have no foresight and uh, they're not going to these countries to absorb the beautiful culture. They're going to literally, you know, have sex with the women. And that's it. Like, that's you know, it. Like, and, and, and that's the thing. This I love the hashtag passport bros. I, I wish someone would just take over or co-op that hashtag and run with it in, in the opposite direction. It was such a missed opportunity to show black men traveling e- either in a group, a group of black men or just a black man traveling solo and traveling to places that we normally do not see black men traveling to. And, you know, swimming with the dolphins, being in front of the Taj Mahal, you know, doing yoga in India. I mean, there's just, no, this was such a missed opportunity. No, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, the, the last trip I took, um, was a domestic one. Um, so I didn't, I didn't need my passport, but, um, there was so much value in taking a trip by myself, uh, going to see sites, experiencing things. Um, just you know, like you know, I I flew to Texas, and um, I had been to Texas before, but it was kind of briefly, and I didn't. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna make the most of it. Um, I ended up going to um, a casino that was in Louisiana, which wasn't that far from where I was staying in Texas. So I got to go to Louisiana, which was like a, a first for me. As well, I saw hurricane damage from, you know, in Louisiana and like, like Port Charles. So it was like harrowing. So it, it was emotional. So it was, it was the range of emotions. And I honestly, unironically feel like that trip made me a more fulfilled person. And I didn't go there to fuck a 17 year old in her mouth. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's just keep it 100. And I, yeah. I have a theory here that a lot of these passport bros aren't trapped. I, I think it's just them holding up the passport just to flex and say what they're doing. Because the few that we do see travel, they, they're like, hey, I'm stuck here. I need $100 to mm-hmm. get back home. I, I don't think... I, I think... 80% of these dudes are just flexing for cloud online and the rest of them are maybe going down there, but they're going down there with one impression. And then when they get there, it's like, Oh shit, I just fucked up because I, I don't think you can travel that much and not pick up something, not absorb something. I mean, I did some little traveling last year down to Florida and like, the part of Florida I was in, West Palm Beach, like, you, you got to have bread to live there. But it was, like, a lot of black people. And, you know, if you're if you're from sort of those little small towns in the middle of nowhere in Texas, it's, like, a thousand white people versus, like, maybe 300 black people. And it was interesting to see. Like, I know it's there now. And I'm, like, right. okay. It, it, it changed, it changed your perspective. perspective. Yeah. No, I, it, it, I no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't see those dudes that actually travel. I really. Don't. Yeah, no, it, and and it's funny because um, so in in our Kevin Samuels died group, I uh, I I posted a status asking uh, some of our members, you know, kind of what they thought about passport bros, and I wanted to read some of the comments from this thread. And Chris, uh, 
what you brought up just now is uh, directly linked to one of the comments I wanted to read. Um, user too real, and I, I pronounce it like that because there's a bunch of e's in it. Uh, they ask if they have a passport. So you're not alone in thinking like, hey, like, are these guys just, you know, printing out a like printing out a passport? Yeah, on, you know? yeah like I, I think someone even showed like on Amazon, you could get something that looks like oh, it has like a passport yes, covering yes. you open it. It looks like a coloring. It's like a note. It's like know? a notepad. It's like a notepad that. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. I, I'm glad you brought that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing is like they take a picture of themselves in some room holding up a passport. <laughs> and it's like, well, wait a second. Is this like, is this in your home? Is this at the airport? Is this in the hotel room overseas? Like, okay, you're taking a picture holding up something that looks like a passport. Six for that $165, Lana. Leave them alone. They they paid six months to get that $165 for that passport. They, they found their birth certificate that their mom lost, like, years ago. Like, it is what it is. Like, you, you, gotta, you gotta give them some slack. They didn't find the birth certificate. They went down to City Hall and had to get, like, an official copy because, like, they didn't have it at all. Oh my god! <laughs> See, but trust and believe when these white men go to these other countries and um, hook up with the women. I mean, and they go to they they go to the African countries as well. Um, they make themselves familiar with the customs, with the laws. They understand um, the legal issues around marriage in those countries. They study up. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you right now, Lana. If there were a group of Turkish men who were flying from Turkey to the United States and calling themselves passport bros and saying, um, yeah, I want to uh, fuck some black women because they're malleable and submissive and I can do what I want with them. I would probably want to punch every Turkish guy. Yeah. In fucking face. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know what these passport bros think they're doing in thinking that some of these men are not going to defend their women, quite frankly. Yeah, right. And and they don't understand, like, people in other countries are on social media. Like, you know, there's, like, Nigerian TikTok. There is, I mean... The world is a lot smaller than it was years ago. If we're we're honest, these guys aren't going to these countries and getting the most desirable women no. in the terms of, nope. you know, sexual nope. desirability, so will, will the men actually care? Probably not. It's the same way, like, white men in the U.S. do not care, because mm. they know the quality of women. Oh, that's a, oh, that's a good counterpoint. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's, you're not wrong. They're not going to get, you know, they're, they're not uh, going to, to Brazil and getting Giselle. Not in, not, they're not, they're not going to care, they're not going to care in quantifiable numbers. Yeah, let's say that. Now you may have the one-off some pockets, yeah, but it's not going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but that's going to be yeah. enough. Like you fuck around. Nah, Sarah's you, right. You I, <laughs> it's frustrating that you're right, Sarah. Like I don't want, I don't want you to be right, but yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. No, I, I no, it's the hey. Yeah. The only people that are truly antagonizing, and it's really more of the fact that we're all just like more fed up. Is like black women as a whole, but that's because we're fed up with the constant attacks. That's not because we we don't want. Listen, when I first heard 
desirable men are going to other countries to find their brides. I said, absolutely, that is fantastic. I would like to see less of them on Tinder. I, I would like to see less of them in my general vicinity. These guys are not good guys anyway. Let's yeah, let them go and do whatever both. they're going yeah. to do. I said, let's ship them off. I said, I feel bad. I was like, because, but I've, you know, I, as a person who has traveled, I know that these women are not unsophisticated, you know, backwoods, you know, women. And even right. if they are backwoods, they're not, they're not fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, they'll, they'll keep the game anyway, and, you know, those, those guys will be miserable either way. So fine, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. They're not antagonizing any of us who would like very much. No, I mean, this is going to sound horrible, but it's true. I would like very much for them not to exist. I'm all for less people. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> less people like this. Less people like this. Not to get, like, you know, dark and fucking Machiavellian here. But overall, I think we need less of these people. So w- what the fuck difference does it make to me if they go somewhere and, like, you know, get hauled up? Like, I don't I don't give a fuck that much. But that's, <laughs> that's the thing. But, 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 the the attack, but the antagonizing comments, you know, yeah, the, exactly. the, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave because black women are too masculine and too strong and too educated. Right. And I too independent. Like, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, all of that is correct. You, and you I will I'm never understand that. That that mess is crazy to me. It's like, okay, like, okay. I mean, the whole thing just really goes to agency, and yeah. and it's like, okay, it used to be that all you had to do was have the bag, and that was literally it. You don't even have to have a big bag, just the bag. And you'll be able to get a woman, you have a house, this, that, and the third. And it made the bar so fucking low for not just black men, but men in general, that all they had to do was keep a job. and They could have a woman. Now that yep. the education levels are kind of evening out, it's not where it should be, but it's getting better. And you look and see who's the most educated people in America. It's black women. Black women. <laughs> Like, mm. by, it's not even fucking close. And then you look and see who's the least educated mm. in black men. Mm. Like, okay, that's a problem. And instead of, you know, the manosphere trying to say, hey, yo, we need to improve. We need to, you know, you, you know, just take a ninth class or something to, to kind of expand ourselves. They're, they're like, nah, we're going to double down on these dumbass men and make ourselves rich off of them. Hey, can I can I um can I can I can I read a few uh, comments from the uh, Passport Bros post from the Kevin Samuels Died group because I think one of them very much uh, speaks to what you're saying right now. Please and thank you. Yes. Yeah, no. So, um, An- Angel uh, member Angela Nguyen says, uh, "Why don't they work on being a better person and realize that they're the problem?" So, so I think that this is very much something that people see and they understand it. It's like, well, why don't you work on yourself? You know, um, I'm a big proponent of therapy. Um, I've, you know, I, you know, I, I think every black people particularly should, um, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, go through therapy. Um, you know, you got to get your mind checked out the same way you get your body checked out. And I think a lot of these guys, unfortunately, they don't, there's, it's, it, the problem is twofold. I think they don't realize that they have a problem that they may need to kind of get checked out. And then because they may not have the financial resources that they might want in in regards to all the other things that they're talking about with, you know, their misogynistic behavior, 
you know, mm-hmm. they, they, they are not able to maybe get the therapy, but they won't avail themselves of maybe programs or options, you know, like lower cost options or things because they're not acknowledging that they have a problem in the first place. I of course mean, not. No, no. And, and, it's, and it's unfortunate because, you know, uh, a lot of these people are probably neurodivergent and they don't know that yeah. something's up with them. Like, I didn't know I had ADHD until I was 30-something. And I didn't really deal with it till like, last year. So yeah, man. you've just been yeah. raw-dogging that for, like, 30 years on and then, you know, realizing. And when you have that moment when you realize what your problem is, it something clicks. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. wow. That, that It literally explained my entire life and why, you know, yeah. you can't finish anything, why there are moments you're, like, the baddest brain on the planet, and then there's others where it's like, hey, I struggle to wake up on time in the morning. Right. Yeah. I, I, I and I mean, I can have that moment. Right. I and I was diagnosed. I, I was diagnosed late in life as well with ADHD. And I'm thinking, if I was diagnosed late, given my socioeconomic upbringing, uh, my background, and the fact you know my parents missed this in me, it's it, I I do wonder. I do wonder if a lot of these. Um, Kevin Samuel uh, followers and passport bros. I, I do wonder if a, a number of them are on the spectrum. Well, you know, Lana, um, that's actually something that uh, Sarah and I have talked about more than once. But um, I want to I want to ask you guys: Does everybody have a little more time uh, for uh, a little more discussion about this? Because for sure. I- Okay, because mm-hmm. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take another quick break, uh, but I do want to get into uh, the idea that um, some of these uh, Kevin Samuel's passport bros type guys uh, may be a little on the spectrum. Can we talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, all right, um, and we will be back right after this. And we are back, and before we left, we were discussing the concept of some of these Passport Bros, Kevin Samuels fans, guys in the manosphere in general, I'll say, perhaps being on the spectrum, um, and how that can sometimes be taken advantage of, I'll say. Sarah, I'm gonna, I'm going to throw it over to you. Yeah, because, you know, this is my favorite topic, and Chris and I have actually talked about this at length before, and um, on a previous podcast episode. Yep. Um, the right, and again, make no mistake, this is all right-wing ideology, guys, but white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. That's what the passport bros are, that's what Kevin Samuels are, everybody. But we say all the time that the right does a much better job at engaging with disaffected neurodivergent men um, than the left has ever done. Because yeah. I think in the left, with liberalism kind of, like, taking it over, like, that's the, the point you get to before you get to true, like, leftism. Um, with liberalism taking over, these men are looked at with pity instead of any agency or any, you know, like, any autonomy. They're not really looked at as people because we all know, you know, liberalism is just another arm of white supremacy. It really <laughs> so, is. They, 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 
they just want you to be quiet about your problems. They want to make you exactly. feel better about it. They don't really want to fix anything. It's like, can we have reparations? No, but black no. lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> they'll say black lives matter while the uh, condo up the street rates the uh, price price of your rent down the road to a point that you can't live there anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and and, and liberal. And liberals don't give you um, reparations, but then they'll take a knee in capital with <laughs> oh. kidney cloth. Oh, listen! Oh, oh! Shout out to to to, to, to uh, which was Schumer and uh, Pelosi. Oh man, they with everybody's so creative. These kente cloths are supposed to look like this. Like it was beautiful. Like if I could get one of those every week, we're all good in. I'll be fine with it. Right. But like like Sarah says, with the alt-right, with, with the extremism on the right, they empower these men that are on the spectrum. Yeah. And they it's do. never, hey, you may have a problem. Let's try to work on it. It's, no, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, you're it's absolutely world, right. And you want to know who to blame for that? Yeah. Women and black people and gays. If the day ever comes where, you know, I think Linda Johnson said it better than I could, where they figure out the trick of, you know, at least I'm not a nigger or at least I'm not a woman. If they ever figure that out, they're going to flip this country up. They're going to burn it to the ground. Exactly. And instead, we see them switching right over to that side like we, yeah. we see that their misogyny being appealed to their homophobia being appealed to like and this is this is just what it is right now it's a sad state for the world i, I don't it's see so weird because like you can't even yeah. have the conversation about hey what if i am gay it's, yeah you can't even talk about it because you like well just you talking about it means all of a sudden that you're less and i'm like what right and then it's the and even if you do, like, this is the thing, and because you can't have those conversations, the reason behind it is never what it really is, which is, like, yeah. patriarchy and the ideal of hegemonic masculinity. Instead of that, they're like, nah, it's the fucking women, bro. It's the bitches. <laughs> the bitches are the ones preventing us from being gay. They're like, what? <laughs> like, it's so counterintuitive. Like, you know, like, um, I mean, forgive me for being crude, but, like, I don't understand how, like, a pussy can stop you from sucking a dick, bro. I, I don't get it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. <laughs> That's not it, bro. That's what you want to do. Yeah, like do it. And, okay. and on the real, they are doing it. It's just so wild because, you know, I hate to use the term closet because, you know, it kind of reduces a really serious problem to like a reductive terminology but like I, I think a lot of these people need to have a conversation with themselves about their own sexuality what they actually want i'm thinking a lot of people a lot of these dudes may be asexual and they just don't know how to process it yeah yeah i could see that yeah you know mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I I'm, I'm reminded of and i hate to bring this movie up because it's just bringing up a sex creep but son, son of a bitch it was a good movie american beauty um and yeah, yeah, yeah. right and, and and uh the the, the character that uh that Chris, that Chris Cooper played who was so obsessed with the fact that he thought his son had a gay relationship with his neighbor 
and he was angry about it, and he called his son the F-word and all these things. And then when he got in a room with that man, and that man had his shirt off, he starts trying to rub on him, and didn't know how to process the fact that that man actually wasn't gay, despite whatever Chris Cooper's character had in his mind, so he shot him in the back of the head. Spoilers for a 20-plus-year-old movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you know, but but, but I I think that's what... And again, I don't want to paint with a broad brush. I don't want to just say... Oh, all these people are gay because, Chris, to your point, uh, when we talk about the closet and stuff, that can be very dismissive and it, it, it can send the wrong message. But I do un- unironically think that there is a segment of this population that because they haven't had therapy, because they haven't worked on themselves, because they're not willing to ask questions like, am I gay? Am I asexual? Am I this? Am I that? Am I anything? Who am I even? that they're going to lash out and they're going to lash out unfortunately against the quote-unquote others that these right-wing think tanks are trying to get everybody to fucking be mad at and it's black women it's gay folks it's trans folks (sighs) nothing's new it's fucking annoying but that's what it is what really galls me is that I don't know, like, I, I used to be offended by a term, but now that I've kind of lived with it a little bit and saw it, that black men are the white women of black folks. <laughs> yeah, no. it, it used to piss me off, but then I sit there and I thought about it, I'm like, hang on. Yeah. Hell, like. Wait, wait. What, what did I? What did I? What did I say when we were off the air? I said the theme of this uh, conversation tonight was, I'm like, I'm upset that you're right. <laughs> I, like, I don't want you to be right, but you're not lying. <laughs> yeah, all right, not a lie with Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I sometimes feel like there's a segment of white men, a segment of white, no, a segment of black men, and a segment of white women who sit in this room together and determine how <laughs> they're going to get a piece of the oppression pie. Yeah, they want their and, man their cut. Like Yeah, they, they want their cut. And I and I'm and I'm working on it. I'm trying to get more feministic ideals, but like I will never listen to a white feminist. Ever. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's never gonna happen. Black woman, Mexican woman, any woman of color that's a feminist, I will sit and listen to I won't even talk. I'll be like, yeah, tell me what's going on. But a white woman from like the suburbs and shit talking about how she's oppressed and shit, like, eh, you just mad. And and I think I think that um one thing that's important I, I just one thing I think is important is um how do I wanna say this? Okay, I got it. So the problem with some of these segments, right, is that they don't police their own areas. So the reason that, Chris, you are inclined to feel that way is because we all know that there are allies, quote unquote, in those neighborhoods related to these people, living with these people that are silent. So so then it's like, well, who do you trust? Yeah, because a woman, a white woman can show up at a protest and you know and like oh i'm with y'all we have blm or yeah all this matters but you know tomorrow 
she can put it down. It doesn't matter. She can go back to being white. She she can go she can go to work and when it that when that when that MAGA coworker of hers starts talking shit, she can just put her head down and yeah. not really care. You, you know, I think I think we're kind of touching the problem with American liberalism because it's not real for them. It's yeah. a thought exercise. Yeah, no, and 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 I don't want to get off on like an anti-women thing, you know. Yeah, that's not course. where I'm coming from. But white women, there there are some issues there. Um, I I want okay. Can I segue to something else? Because yeah, let's go somewhere else. Because <laughs> we're about to get somewhere before, before you do though, before you do, let me just uh, let me just say this. Though. Go ahead, go ahead. I will say though that this. This uh, idea that you guys have, and I understand as black men why you are um, speaking it because it is a truth. You're speak, you know, you're speaking truth right now. I want to say though that this is a tactic that white men are using against white women. Mm. Um, it's a, I can see that. And it's, it's, this is what Bill Burr, and as much as I like Bill Burr's comedy, I really do. But this is what he did with his whole, um, you know, you know, white women, you were there right with us, and you guys can't talk and all that. Because it's easy to ignore the oppression of people who are so close. That's why it's easy to ignore the oppression of black men. You guys are yeah. saying, mm. you know, well this, said. This, this yeah. uh-huh. But, you know, different sides of the same point here. Like, it's, it's the same fucking thing. You can be both, and it's, it's kind of a weird place to occupy being both the oppressed and the oppressor. Two things can be true. But it's space you occupy nonetheless, and we have to have empathy throughout it all. So, yeah. I mean, this isn't any hate. I, I, don't, I don't agree with white feminism. I yeah, no, and, that, and that's... Uh, no, I'm, no, Sarah, I'm honestly really glad that you, you took a moment to stop and address it. That's kind of why I was segueing away from it, because I didn't want to get into a downward spiral of just, like, fuck these... Fuck these women... <laughs> You know, but I'm just saying, like the, the less credibility that, because that, that's the thing, the less credibility and power they have as women, the less credibility and power we get as black women. So yeah. that's the double space, mm. that's the intersection Lana and I occupy right now. Man, so we have to be very careful when discussing <laughs> that, and very careful when we're discussing mm-hmm. black men as well, lest we be affected by both of you guys' bullshit. Mm. So what? Mm-hmm. Black womanhood. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what I want to do, uh, I want, I want to, I want to do a couple of things. Uh, first is I already read a few comments from the, um, Passport Bros, uh, post that I posted in the, uh, Kevin Samuels Died group because I told our members that once we reached 2,000 members, I had a surprise for them and, one of the surprises is this podcast, and I wanted to not only acknowledge certain members uh, in this thread and acknowledge their comments and kind of get your guys' thoughts on them, but I also wanted to uh, get your personal opinions on some of the best members of the group, who people you want to give shout-outs to. So, can, yeah, so I'm going to read a couple of comments, I'm going to get your quick thoughts, uh, and then... You can give some people some shout-outs. Sound, sound like a plan? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, so again, just to reiterate, the, the question that I asked in the group was, what are some of the biggest things you wonder about concerning passport bros? So, uh, Alexis Ashlin says, uh, sex trafficking skyrocketing in foreign countries even worse than it already is, them getting away with it and coming back to the States bolder with it, them stealing our identities to smuggle women, 
All the children that will be abandoned in already impoverished slash densely populated countries, credit card fraud to fund their trips, I could go on. Your guys' uh, quick thoughts. Woo! I think she covered the whole thing, didn't she? Yeah. She, she covered everything. That was a whole Sunday sermon. <laughs> I mean, just the economic damage that can be done as a result of this shit. Like, like having a kid, we, we're, we all know that having a kid is expensive in a first world country. It's hard to do in a first world country. I mean, so mm-hmm. I can't imagine, you know, having a kid in a third world country where it's like, okay, the kid's not even going to be educated. The only well, not only that, the child's going to be half black and have something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's already been proven, like, after Vietnam, after the Korean, like, it's already been proven how those children are treated yep. that are left mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. by black um, military. Yeah. 100%. Uh, I'm going to read, I'm going to read another comment here, because uh, I want to get through a few of these, because I, I really want to shout out some of our people. So, um, I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, she, uh, Shikureto Atsuko says, uh, men very vocal about their low self-esteem among other incompetent males, not realizing they're only attracted to the other males who feel the same way. I think we kind of touched on this a little bit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and not necessarily being closeted, but like that whole, well, I mean, it kind of coincides with that whole manipulation of, uh, of men when they don't kind of know themselves, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, what the right does, and but not even necessarily, well, yeah, it is all the right wing, but, like, like uh, let's just say, for example, Andrew Tate. Like, I unfortunately frequent Twitter every once in a while, and there's still people on there defending him, and I'm like, yo, he's a whole sex trafficker about to go to prison for it, and you're still, you still fucking with this guy. Okay, that's what I need to know about you. Just go ahead mm-hmm. and block out the case. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Like, yeah, and, and, and like, how can you be an alpha and you have to, or I hate the terminology because it's for reasons. It's scientifically but, incorrect. We've had this conversation yeah, it's before. completely <laughs> incorrect. Like, the dude who said it corrected it and it was about wolves, and it infuriates me every time I hear it. And then, you know, you have same group of people will be like, well, you know, there's only two genders or whatever like that. I'm like, my guy, <laughs> you just called yourself uh, Sigma Alpha 326C or whatever the fuck you call <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, okay, just leave people alone. But like like an alpha, what was using common parlance, shouldn't have to force anybody into doing anything. Yeah, alpha should be desired and wanted all this shit. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to engage in sex trafficking. That's not, that's the least alpha thing to me. But, you know, I, I think that's another conversation. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is. Um, I, I want to I read one more comment here, and then um, you guys can get into uh, giving some uh, group members some shout-outs. Uh, Melissa, Melissa Mel B. Beach says, why do they hate us so much? yet keep our names in their mouths. Mm-hmm. And that's what we said earlier. It's just like, okay, if, if you want to do this, just 
like they they preface everything by saying how much they hate black women. I have to go overseas to to oppress and uh, sex traffic other women because I hate black women, and black women are at fault for me hating them. It's like that our names are always in their mouths. And it makes no sense because like like if I personally I personally hate McDonald's, right? I, I think it's literally the worst thing to happen to the American diet ever. <laughs> but I don't go saying how much I hate McDonald's when I go to like the local burger joint that makes food that's a thousand times better. I don't talk about McDonald's there. I just go get my burger and enjoy it. So it's weird that they have so much smoke for something that they don't like. Because I don't think about things I don't like. It seems like a waste of Mm -hmm. video. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's it's it's funny because there was a um, there there's a there's a dusty individual on Facebook who made an entire Facebook live about me and the group the other day. yeah, oh like 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 a whole like 45 minute live. But the the interesting thing about it was he was like, "Oh, you know, this guy has my name in his mouth and da 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 da." da. I'm right there with Chris. I don't give energy to things that don't make like that that don't interest me. Like if I if like you said if I don't like McDonald's, I'm not going to talk shit at McDonald's when I'm at another restaurant, right? The only reason that I even say anything about this person is because I'm literally begged by people to drag idiots like him. And he's also not unique in that regard. The the most one of the most popular videos I've put out on the page is dragging a completely different guy for a completely different reason because it, it was like demanded by the people. <laughs> You know, so it's just like, I, you know, it, it's, it, the reason I even brought that guy up is because I saw a lot of projection in his uh, little live video because it was like, oh, you know, you know, you, you know, you're so concerned with me. But if you scroll down his page, and I did after he fucking talked about me for 45 minutes, uh, it's nothing but shitting on black women. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all he does with his time. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and from mm-hmm. what from what I gather, I believe he either is interested in white women or has a white woman. So if you have your white woman, just go go with your white woman. Be happy. It's it's like if I like Burger King more than I like McDonald's. As I'm driving to Burger King, I am not sitting there, you know talking shit about mcdonald's i'm on my way to burger king yeah yeah i'm happy about getting and then once i get to burger king and i have my whopper i'm happy to have my whopper i'm not talking about the big mac and how much i hate the big mac yeah and and, you know i i i think a lot of these dudes they may say that but they know that none of these women that they're talking about is checking for them at all not even remotely and you know it's the I ego. Yeah. yeah, it's really. But what, what kills, but what kills me is when they talk about um, this. Like they might talk about um, Lizzo, right? Yeah. And then you go to your their profile and then see who they're married to. Yeah. 
You mean like the guy I roasted in my nice little song? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, and now, some poor white woman got to catch it straight because of that. She wasn't doing. She wasn't doing anything to anybody. She was just trying to wear her Selena shirt and live. Yeah, man. <laughs> yes, yes. That is real normal. Like her page is mad normal, but I wonder what type of like anti-black weirdness she engages in personally. But either way, yeah. Either, my 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 favorite my favorite thing about that. I'm just gonna give the listeners because we have people that listen in Australia who like don't know what we're talking about. So there was a real quick. There was a guy who um, posted uh, a comment about Lizzo and her weight, and the joke was that. He had a Caucasian wife who was easily larger than Lizzo, so there was some, uh, you know, hypocrisy there. Um, but <laughs> but um, my, I'm sorry. <laughs> so so this guy, you know, I mean, we, I, I, I wrote a whole song about him, and. Um, so he he was catching it. He was catching strays from a whole bunch. Well, his wife rather was catching strays from a whole bunch of other people. But my favorite part about it was she posted a status and she said like, "Hey, like I'm not responsible for what my husband does on social media or what he says. So please leave me out of it. And by the way, I need to know what a milk cricket is." <laughs> I was fucking crying when I read that shit. Oh my god. Steady is all right by me. She is all right by me. Listen. Seems like she has a sense of humor. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, all right. So listen, um we're 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 gonna we're gonna pretty much wrap up this whole uh passport bro conversation, but before we do um, like I said, you know, because we uh, reached a, uh, a membership milestone in the Kevin Samuels Died group, I did want to read some uh, comments from that one post. But I also wanted to give you guys an opportunity to give some shout outs to members of the group that you appreciate or that you think have just been like ride or die, whomever. Sarah, I'll start with you. And we'll, we'll just go. We'll just go in lady order, Chris. You'll go last. Men go last. So. You know, Sarah, Lana, Chris, then me. I, man, I have a lot because I appreciate all the contributions of these people so much. So I'll start off with uh, Cherry Black, Kay Nicole, well, Kai Nicole, excuse me, Deanna Hamilton, Deanna Mitchell. The Deannas are on like a, an, an expert run. You guys are always <laughs> posting the best shit, always have the best commentary. Uh, Hattie McLean, Della Radke, Bevy Bailey, who I see in every group fighting against uh, Massage Noir. I appreciate you. Uh, my guy, Reggie Reed, who's fantastic, very nuanced, balanced man, uh, great guy, great perspectives. Enoch Thompson, I appreciate the work that you've, uh, that you've done on yourself, and I appreciate your willingness to listen. Ebony Piper, uh, Evan Peters, uh, Sedarius McCall, and Big Vic Zillionaire. So thank all of you. Um, as well as uh, the tipsy auntie and uppity knee dress. Love you guys. Thanks for stopping in. Alrighty then. Man, wow. For me to come, <laughs> come behind that. I just have one person on my list because I just, I see her. Um, I mean, she is, she's always on it. She, she is the right one and the wrong one all at the same damn time. And that is Cynthia Bates. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for this. Girl. Yes. <laughs> 
Base is it. Yeah. Listen, listen, let me tell let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Sarah's Sarah's list was the comprehensive one and she has a bunch of people that I would have mentioned if my personal list wasn't different. But if you want to talk about a motherfucker that wants to smoke 24-7. All day, every day. Bake. She got it on them. I I promise that Facebook removes at least three of her comments. Yeah, I'll be reading yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm going to use this one, bro. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's funny, you know, like, here it is. I'm I'm, I'm one of the moderators, but I, I log in, just, so I'll see a post, and I, I will go to the comments just to find what Bates has posted. I'm like, what has what has Bates Cynthia uh, posted as a comment? So, yeah, she, she man... Yeah. She brings the she brings it hard. No, she brings the fucking heat, and nobody can say anything. They always try to say she's lonely. Eh, married. <laughs> <laughs> she's, li- she's living her best life. Living the best <laughs> life. She's very unbothered. Yeah, but she. I mean, she goes, but she goes in hard. She goes. Wait, she goes pocket. in the groups and like like goes in the Kevin she Samuels groups and like is like, hey, you guys are fucking idiots. What do you think about that? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. And Angelica Ann Clark. I haven't seen her in a while. Oh man! Oh my goodness! Oh my! Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we. That's that's the that's that's our other shark. That's our other attack. That's our other shark. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Come through like pit bulls, just chewing up all they had. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I but I mean, they do. They go in hard. They yeah. they. Oh my goodness! All right, Chris. I, I just sit back. <laughs> Chris, who who you got? Well, um, not really. Well, okay, maybe one singular person, but because he's kind of funny in a way that I'm kind of funny. But really, just kind of shout out all the males in the group that are there to have a genuine conversation. Like, because yeah. that is very hard to do, to have a debate, to find a solution and not be right. Because those two are not the same. But as far as a person naming, um, I don't know his actual name, but he goes by uh, this this online. Dude's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> like I, I, I think he's on my friend list too. But the dude is actually really funny, and funny in a way that's like actually thoughtful when you sit down and look at what he's saying. Hmm. Okay. Um. So I guess it's my turn, and um, my pick is going to be. A little unconventional. Uh, I had a feeling that you guys were going to pretty much cover the most active members of the group, and uh, you guys have all done that. Uh, there's nobody that's really super active that you guys didn't really cover. Um, but the the individuals, plural, that I do want to talk about are the lurkers. I want to give a shout out to the lurkers and. Uh, what I mean by that is this Facebook group is a public group, right? So um, because of, you know, the subject matter and, and we go hard and we were just talking about how some members really want the smoke, a lot of people don't necessarily want to go to Facebook jail or get, you know, involved in things, but they support what we do. They support, you know, what we're trying to say and how we're saying it. And I get inbox messages all the time where people are saying, keep up the good work. I love how deliciously petty you are. Um, I get messages from people that say, I can't join this group because it's public, but I fucking love it. 
Um, so shout out to all of the lurkers. And I actually have uh, on Monday, which is Kevin Samuels' birthday. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. I swear. I swear on my life. Um, I have. Yes, I I have a, I have a special video that I'm gonna be dropping that um, is requests from lurkers who like people who wanted me to make songs but didn't want to comment in the group or anything like that. So you ladies are seen. You ladies are loved. I love y'all. You're appreciated, and I got something coming for you guys. So um, we're gonna wrap things up here. Um, I'm going to give everybody kind of like a last minute kind of thing. Like, Sarah, anything else you want to add? No, uh, just uh, thank you guys for the discussion. Thank you guys for the hard work you do, the whole moderation team. Um, it's not easy. I'll be honest with you guys. It's, it's not easy. Some of the stuff is very gray area, um, and there's a lot of trolling, but you guys stay on it, and we appreciate everything that you do. Um, and thank you to our lovely group members. Uh, thanks for the discussions, the nuance, and most of all, the jokes. I appreciate Oh, them. man. Like, I mean, I am laughing morning to night, every, every, every day in the mm-hmm. uh, Reminder, if you see something, say something. Tag us, because we want the smoke, too. Oh, listen, wait, especially wait. As, when it comes to homophobia, transphobia, because it that's, that's one of the things that bothers me, only because I think we can be better. We can. You know? Especially for black folks. Um, Lana, any last words? No, I mean, I just appreciate the group, especially when they tag us on posts that, you know, when um, one of the cameo, uh, ca- cameo, Kevin Samuels fans, they, you know, they, they drag women, especially uh, dark skinned women, um, you know, maybe uh, black women that don't have Eurocentric features. And there will be members that will tag the admin team and let us know about these derogatory posts. So I appreciate those members. Yep. Because, yeah, we are not having colorism, Mm -mm. and we are not having featureism in the group. Nope. Or texturism. We ain't having none of it. Nope. None of it. All the smoke, I promise you. We want the smoke. Y'all tag us. Uh, Chris, your your final thoughts? Uh, More echoing what they said. Like, I'm... I hate to say it, but I'm more of the broadsword guy, so... I'll decapitate someone real quick. You know, I have no problem with it. The broadsword just stays sharp and ready. I'm itching you. So if you do see something and I'm on, let me know. I will make them cease to exist. <laughs> and we appreciate the count. Oh, the yeah. count. You gotta keep the count up. The count is, it's one of my uh, favorite three, things in the world. Ten, I think. We're 310 days since Kevin Samuels died. Well, so by the time this episode drops, because I'm going to drop it on Monday, uh, it'll be 312. It'll be his birthday. It'll be 312, right? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on. Is it it 312? Oh, no. It's 312 days on 314. Never mind, because I I thought it was 312 on 312. I was about to shit my pants. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, um, my final words. Uh, I just want to say that um, I unironically love all of you, uh, Sarah. I'm not going to get into it. You listen. I, I pay you sometimes. You, you, you know how it is. I, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 not for sex. Not for sex. 
not precise. No, oh my god, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> She's got a man. Yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, no, um, that's hilarious. That was that was that. It took such a dark turn. Jesus, I was trying to be wholesome. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> no, um, I uh, okay. So no, no, Lana, Chris, uh, I have both told you uh, off air how much I love the sultry tones of both of your voices. I'm very glad that you. <laughs> Uh, have, uh, have appeared on the podcast, and um, I want you guys to not be strangers, and I want us to be able to do this again. Um, and lastly, on a little bit of a personal note, just a little off-air business, uh, so it took a lot for us to get this episode recorded, I'm just gonna be honest. It was like, like we record. first of all, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna tell the business, I'm gonna spill the tea. We recorded an entire version of this episode, like an hour and change long. Whole whole thing got lost. So we had to do it again the next day. Everybody here was a wonderful, beautiful professional. And I'm legitimately honored to count you guys amongst my friends. And I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. So I appreciate you guys. And, and, and you know, I could kind of appreciate how all of our sleep schedules are like really weird. Oh man, the wi- Every, wait! Everybody took. We all took naps at different times. Yeah, I know. Really weird times. Oh, oh my gosh! Because we were supposed to meet up at eleven a.m. A.m. And they thought I was dead. I was three hours yeah, late because I was sleeping. And then That's I fine. ended up taking the nap. <laughs> I was and I had been finding a nap since about nine o'clock. The only thing that was keeping me awake was my kids and cause, you know <laughs> And then you leave her unsupervised, she'll burn out. And then here it is, our host yeah. went went MIA on us. Oh listen, I, I went MIA like paper planes, like <laughs> all I wanna do is nap, 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 nap. Does anyone get that reference? Do you guys remember MIA? Like <laughs> <laughs> snore, 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 snore. Um, yeah, no, good stuff. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to end this recording before we lose it and jinx things in bad juju. <laughs> so, so I I appreciate you guys. I appreciate uh, all of my listeners. Shout out to my listeners in Australia. I saw the uh, the uptick, and you guys, Australians are really interested in the Kevin Samuels stuff. I just want to say, I don't know why. Yeah, well, well, come like, on looking back. from outside in, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> I, well, I mean, honestly, I think they have a uh, very similar, like, in, in the terms of absurdity of American politics, they deal with the same shit. So I think yeah. uh, leftists in Australia probably understand, and they also understand misogyny quite well. So yeah. Shout out to their, uh, you know, maternal mortality rate being fantastic, and... Um, them getting paid parental leave and shit. Just had random ass anyway. Australia facts just ready to go. This is why yeah, this, the, 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 this is this is why this is why you're my co-host. This is this is why I had to bring you on, fam. You're too good. That was ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I'm sitting here like my God damn, like multiple Australia facts. Like we didn't discuss me bringing up Australia by ahead of time. You just that yeah, was that that you there. you pulled that out of your titty, my god. Politics is global, baby. Uh, yeah. Politics oh, yeah. is global. Uh, uh, uh. 
Okay, so no, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you to the uh, fans of the Kevin Samuels Died Facebook group. It's a public group. Join us. And we will be back right after this. I'm so glad the idiots are breathing and he's under Samuels is dead. That Negro is wonderful. A daughter is what's up his heart from being. Thank you for listening to this episode of Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro and Sarah Tonin. If you'd like to hear more from the wonderful moderation group of the Kevin Samuels Died Facebook group, hey, just join Kevin Samuels Died. It's a public group, and we'd love to have you. And, of course, you can check out Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro and Sarah Tonin on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, Pretty much wherever you want to try and find us. YouTube. Did I say YouTube already? I might have said YouTube already. I don't know. doesn't matter, but we're there. Videos, all kinds of other fun stuff. Come check us out. Take care, everybody.